Hi, welcome to Decom Divas with Jana, and I have a very special guest on today. Hi, Kevin. Hey, what's up? Hey, How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Yay. This podcast. Very Yay. So I have to ask, even though I know the answer, what's your experience with podcasting, Kevin? I have a little bit of experience. I would yeah. say too much experience. Um, I started my own podcast right before the pandemic whammy happened. <laughs> uh, that was fun while it lasted. And then uh, currently I try and help out wherever I could, whenever I hear that there's a podcast, I usually give audio advice. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because you you know some things about audio, right? I know a couple of things. I, yeah. would, <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. So we'll get into that. But first, mm -hmm. do you remember how we met, Kevin? Yes. <laughs> I actually don't know if you remember this, but I was there for the casting. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wait, were you like in the back of the room when people I were auditioning? Like everyone who came in. I did not see you. I only saw yeah. the three people who were there. Oh, so you must have. Uh. Actually, you know <laughs> what? I do you. I think I did a pretty good job at my audition. I did not like my monologue, but other than that, I was pretty happy. Yeah. No, I think you did a good job considering the rest that came in. And uh, well, I'm going to be honest. It's casting. Like, you, you know, be honest. <laughs> it's not that some people did bad. It's also knowing the chemistry. Oh, and by the way, we're talking about Evil Dead the musical. That is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We met doing Evil Dead. We also did another show called SpongeBob together. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. was very fun. That was very different. Um, but yeah. yeah, very, very fun as well. Um, yeah. So you do sound. What's that like, Kevin? Sound. Oh, boy. It's it's something that you both get to have control of and none at all at the same time. So it keeps it exciting. Yeah. Uh, in Evil Dead, I was in charge of cues. Mm -hmm. so that meant like I had to pay attention to you guys and yeah. I relied on your lines to make sure yeah. that the sound effect that happened was the one that needed to happen. Yeah. So continue moving the story forward. In yeah. SpongeBob, I was the mixer. Oh, I okay. I, it, so it basically meant that during SpongeBob, I made sure that all of you guys were leveled and like, you know, no one was over anyone. Yeah. And then, you guys also sound lovely. So I EQ'd every single um, microphone to the individual like person. So I would do that depending on like what your range is, how loud you were, what your uh, some people like when they test microphones, they're very confident and they yeah. yell and they're very, you know, like I'm here on the stage. But as soon as there's an audience, they get I never noticed that. That's interesting because I am the opposite. Is I don't. I really don't like tests. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> I hate testing. Oh, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, because it's just I don't. I'm not one. I don't know. I have like a weird relationship with singing. Like I, I think it's just like easy to get insecure about your voice when you're constantly around other girls who have like amazing voices, and so that's why I'm like, ah, oh, especially if there's like girls like. The girl who played um, Sandy, like she's amazing. And so like, I don't like following up people with like that kind of voice. So that's why I'm just out there being like, okay, here's my lines, bye. Um, but I, when I perform on stage, I like bring it because like, it just feels different to me. I don't really get nervous like on stage anymore because I know what I'm doing, but that's just me. Um, so I guess now that we've kind of talked about how we met, uh, I'm curious to know this because I haven't really talked to you about this. What is your history? With Disney Channel. Oh boy. Uh I grew I grew up on Disney. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh my god. I love Disneyland. Like going there always makes me happy. Like yeah. have you ever had the so you're from San Diego, correct? Yeah. Have yeah. you ever had um the what's it called? The season pass? No. Yeah, no. I've never had any of those. Out, like so my family every year would go to Disney. That was our summer like family oh. vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, it would be like, I think like a week at Disney and we would do like first day Disneyland, second day, uh, California. Mm -hmm. It was very nice. And so like, I grew up on Disney and so like Disney channel was like my jam growing yeah. up, Mom bought like all, like we had all the like Disney movies on VHS. Oh my 
my gosh. On VHS. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that. Yeah. On VHS. I remember this. It's like a Disney sing-along show. Oh, my gosh. Through the whole park of, like, Disneyland. Oh, my God. Disney songs that, like, correlated to each, like, land. Like, Adventureland was... Um, Oh man, I forgot. I think it was like Zippity Doodah with Adventureland, and then Frontierland, oh. like a bear song with like these bears that used to be there. And the, the- oh, the country bear jamboree yeah. thing, yeah. And so every time we would go to Disneyland, we would watch that VHS to get excited that about. Is so cute! I love that so much. I love, I love the instrumentals, and sometimes I listen to them on YouTube when I'm like missing Disneyland because it's just very like fun and uplifting. But yeah, what um. What Disney Channel shows did you grow up on? Which ones did you enjoy and have fond memories of? Oh, Phil of the Future. Hell yeah. I love when people say uh, that show. It is so much fun. Phil of the Future is fun. And they had a movie once, I think. I did not know they had a movie. I th- oh. I think, yeah, I think there was a movie or like like some kind of like special mm-hmm. where like people found out that they're from the future. Oh. And so, yeah, like, that was always like a big plot line is he was always trying to um, hide that he was from the future. <laughs> Do you remember the episode where they go to like a tomato farm and he has to like get a fake toe because everyone from the future has four toes? <laughs> I, did not, I don't remember. That sounds so funny. Yeah. And then that's how Keely finds out that he because um, she finds his toe in the tomatoes because they're doing the thing where you stand and you like mash them with yeah. your feet. Yeah. Um, who was your favorite character on that show? I like the guy. Phil? Like, yeah, Phil. Yeah. Because yeah. he was like, it was the first time I saw like a smart character. Yeah. And like, it was okay that he was smart. Yeah. Like he wasn't framed as like some nerd. Yeah, and he wasn't, like, he also wasn't, like, a jock, though. He wasn't, like, mm-hmm. he's smart, but at least he still catches footballs, you know? Yeah. Like, it was, that was really awesome, because I was never into sports as a kid. You I did always, not. No, I liked reading and stuff like that. Oh. And, like, and my whole family, that was a little, like, off-putting. Really? Did they try to get you into sports, and you were like, no? Oh, yeah. I I was in soccer, and my mom was, like, the soccer coach. And, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I looked at my mom and I was like, I want to quit. Yeah. How <laughs> so, long did you have to like do it before you were like, get me out of here? I don't remember. I just remember going to games and just feeling miserable. I never had fun. I did a uh, t-ball though. Ah. I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. That was bad. I was put in like outfield, like real <laughs> far out. That's yeah. where I was placed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're like, uh, we don't want him involved as whatsoever. Let's put him as far away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, my God. So what other shows did you enjoy on Disney Channel? Even Stevens. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And I, I love the film where they're like trapped on an island. And like- yes. And it's like a reality show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love that show. I really related to um, Lewis a lot because I was kind of um, a spaz as a kid and I wasn't super focused. Um, who was your favorite character on that show? It's always fun to ask that question because it's like, who did you see yourself in? Yeah. I also love Lewis. Yeah. He's like, the best. Spaz thing. Was- yeah. I love the the theme song, like the intro, how like they're all like. Yeah. Oh, and the claymation. Yeah. Yeah. That was clever. That was very clever. Um, So, yeah, it seems like. okay. so you're younger than me. I don't know if you like want to reveal like what era you're born in, but it's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Just missed the 90s. You. okay? I asked this like to my younger guests. How much do you like align with being like a Gen Zer? Or do you not care whatsoever? I have a whole rant about this. Actually. Go, d- give the rant. So, so here's the thing. So, Boomer, Gen X, Gen Z, uh, Millennial, all of that stuff. Like all of that terminology, that that those words, that vocabulary mm-hmm. came from marketing companies. Oh. So when they would make a commercial, they would like put, "This is a commercial for Boomers." Mm-hmm. And so then they would um, they would know like which TV channels that age of adults were watching. So then when they finished that commercial for that product, yeah, put it on those channels so that the boomers can relate to that commercial specifically. Mm-hmm. And they would make a separate commercial of the same product, but like framed for millennials. 
And so like, it, that's what the terminology was meant for, like yeah. to know that each generation was different. You have to market to them in a different way or manner. And so the thing about like Gen X's and boomers and all of that is that I don't know if it's actually accurate sometimes. Yeah. I think the last time it was ever accurate was millennials. Yeah. Because Gen Z is so interesting to me because like there there's like I'm 22. Mm-hmm. And then there's people my age that like they're the oldest of the family. Yeah. Like you're an old um, Gen Zer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like because they're the oldest of the family, that means that their parents are really young. And so then they were raised with a very young mindset. They knew yeah. how to type. They had a computer in the house since they were born and like all of these different things. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a middle child. Oh, like, I didn't know that. For some reason, I thought I wouldn't have guessed that. Okay. I'm a yeah. middle child. So <laughs> like I I they I grew up on VHS. Mm-hmm. That other person most likely did not. Yeah. Yeah. So like oh, yeah, you're probably like as far as like your little like last few years that like grew up on that. Yeah. And then also the older sibling. Like yeah. the older sibling obviously played all of their favorite 90s movies, TV shows, and like technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like getting excited that my sister got like a CD player. Yeah, like, a Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> and so like fun. someone my age who's the oldest of their family probably like never experienced that. Yeah, all. that it's always interesting because I have friends who are like have like a 10 year gap between some of their siblings and it's like they just like have way more references than like me. I have older sisters two years. So like I'm not that like I don't know a ton about like early nineties stuff that like I wasn't around to see. So it's interesting how that changes you. Exactly. That's why when people are like, so are you Gen Z or millennial? I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Cause sometimes I look at Gen Z and I think, well, y'all are dumb. And then I look really? at, <laughs> and then I look at stuff that Gen Z does and I'm like, yeah, that's hilarious. Like that is peak comedy. Mm-hmm. And then I look at stuff that millennials do and I'm like, heck yeah, I relate. And then mm-hmm. I look at stuff that they do and I'm like, why are y'all so much like downers sometimes? <laughs> yeah, no, we are downers. Um, very, uh, cynical, uh, cynical generation, I think. Um, just some shit happened when we were alive, but and then yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate that like a lot of Gen Zers view like millennials, like the generation before them as like enemy or like target. Yeah. Same yeah. thing to Gen Z. I think there's a lot that we can learn from each other. I agree. I agree so hard. Cause I have like um a lot of I don't know if like I, well, I have friends who are like Gen Zers who I'm like wow you guys are like so much more open-minded I think that's like the marker of your generation is you're like woker um which like maybe like being seen as that isn't always good because it's like uh, it, it kind of pigeonholes you but like I don't know yeah I agree so much you can learn so much from the next generation um so yeah how um what's your relationship with kind of like early 2000s i guess it kind of connects with what we were talking about early 2000s late 90s like culture which is like what the pinnacle of these movies represents that time a lot at least for me i think i think it depended on like how curious i was as a child mm-hmm. so like early 2000s i remember like the early i love the early 2000s like cartoons like Fun. i did a lot of disney and cartoon network mostly okay yeah so from your like Disney Channel watching, did you like watch a lot of the movies, the DCOMs? Oh yeah, those I, those were like events for me and my sisters. When they came out, like on a Friday at seven. Yeah, Friday night, you're already yeah. like, Friday was the best day ever. Like get out of school and you're like already thinking, you're like, damn, I can't wait to watch this Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> yes, yes, oh my God. <laughs> they had a timer in the corner like that oh yeah oh my god this is such a blast from the past now i remember that it was like three hours until yeah. the premiere of high school musical but yeah what what were your favorite decoms oh shoot that's a that's a the even stevens movie yeah anytime that came on i was already always super, oh the twitches oh okay you're a fan of twitches okay love Interesting. Twitch. yeah that was like one of the first things that I saw in Disney Plus when it was October, which yeah. was and I immediately, immediately like marathoned both of them. Yeah. Good. 
I like the Christmas ones. There was one where like it was always winter. The like, ultimate Christmas present. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Are you a big Christmas person? Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't know that about you. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll get into the movie now. Um, so what's the name of the movie we're doing today called, Kevin? Jumping ship. Hell yeah. So when I ask my delightful friends to be on this podcast, I'm always like, you know, I give them a list. I'm like, choose one that you feel like suits yourself. And you chose this for kind of a specific reason. You, I, I remember you said that um, Joey Lawrence is in this movie. Wait, no, Andrew, Joey, and Andrew. what's the third guy's name? It was Matthew Lawrence. Matthew Lawrence. And he's the yeah. one from Boy Meets World. Math, yeah, that's why yeah. I also chose that. Yeah. So you, you're a fan of Boy Meets World? Oh, yeah. I love it. Ah, okay. Interesting. I found it by accident. Really? I was going to ask because I don't think it was even on when you were alive. It's such a 90s thing. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. it really is. And like I saw it when I woke up really early one day by accident at like 6 a.m. in the morning. Uh, the ABC Family Channel would have Boy Meets World. Yeah. So do like the order of the show. And so like when I realized that, I was like, oh, I got to get in early. Like, or, like when they start. And so I saw... I would marathon, I would like watch the whole like series by being patient and like waiting and like them putting on the episodes in order. And uh, yeah, it quickly became like one of my favorite shows. Who is your favorite character? Feeny. I was gonna say he's my favorite character too. Yeah, Feeny's so good. Yeah, he's great. Like, him being there for all of them throughout that whole like that whole journey yeah. that we're on, you know, um, after Feeney, it would probably be Eric Matthews. Ah, literally was about to say that. Oh my God, we're twins. Eric, I just really resonated with him. He's kind of like a Lewis character. He's kind of a slacker and I always like the slacker. I liked how funny he was. He was and he I like that there was, I don't know. I think, I think there's like a little genius to his comedy. I think Eric is way smarter than like he lets on. Yeah. Like that's why he's so funny and like like everything kind of works out. And yet he was still a complicated character. I like that yeah. they didn't in Boy Meets World, they never like gave up on a character. They yeah. never made it like a trope. They still made him very complex and they had their struggles and conflicts that they had to go through. I thought that yeah, was Yeah, I did too. It's like a much more complex show than like, I love Disney Channel, but they're not given like the characters a ton of depth and definitely not the like secondary characters. So yeah, I think I like that show because of that. Even the parents, the parents were cool and they were funny and witty and quick. They we're actually good parents instead yeah. of like, just like, all right. And then. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like, cause I, you know, I, a lot of shows kind of like shuffle off the parents and they're just there and they're like oh they're on vacation because i think they just don't like they're like yeah people aren't interested in the adult characters but we are because we all like have parents and yeah yes yeah. <laughs> um okay before we get more into the movie i need to ask this question did you watch lizzie mcguire do you know much about it oh yeah I, that was yeah ah! i love that show i love yeah. the movie um like yeah, Lizzie McGuire, we had it on here all the time. So I have two sisters. So like Yeah. It was oh yeah, that influences what you watch oh, for yeah. sure. So like Cheetah Girls. <gasps> Who's your favorite Cheetah Girl? <laughs> if you have one. Oh man, I can't remember the characters' names, but I liked uh I think it was Sabrina. Oh, um uh Dorinda's the character's name. Sabrina, uh what's her yeah. what is her last name? I yeah, the actress's name is Sabrina. That was your favorite. That's cool. Yeah. She she also Cheetah Girls a complex movie as well. They like talked about race. They talked about like oh, yeah. social, like class. I don't, yeah, good movie. Good movie. Love it. Love the song that they did in Spanish. Oh, no. oh um, Amigas Cheetahs are the one. Um, the ah, okay, the one with the girl from Spain and Chanel. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I can't. I'm not even gonna try to sing sing it. But yeah, <laughs> no, I do I'm, not. Have the like CDs. You had the CDs? No CDs, yeah. I had um I had the first one. Yeah. Very so, good. Um Okay, so Jumping Ship. Jumping Ship. That, that okay, that movie came out on August 17th, 2001. Kevin, what do you think you were doing on that day? I was probably rolling around in a diaper. Making <laughs> some colored blocks, stacking yeah. them. Them down again. Very fun. Uh, 
yeah i was a little i was a little babe when that yeah happened. um probably living in mexico at the time oh you lived in mexico just for like that portion of my life i think okay. like, that was two i was already here in the states were so, you born in mexico no i was born yeah. in san diego yeah oh okay at a home in mexico because oh, cool. like um where in mexico uh, tijuana oh, okay cool do you go there a lot not really no okay um, we only really go for like family events oh, okay if something really important is happening then we'll go okay um, this is a dumb question you speak spanish yes okay yes. that was Are the first language that i learned okay so you're fluent in two languages mm -hmm. that's really cool mm -hmm. um okay movie um so yeah let's get into this movie let's get into jumping ship so um before so have you seen horse sense do you have you heard of that movie no so this movie is the sequel to horse sense which it's just a movie that stars the youngest and the oldest brother um so it's the same characters but they go to a ranch in uh I don't know, montana or something so that's why there's horses in the beginning of this movie wait wait so it's a sequel yeah but a sequel that's entirely different but they like don't know each other when they meet though they do okay if they set that up in this movie that was wrong because they're cousins what yeah okay they, obviously they didn't do a good job setting this up because yeah they're supposed wait, to be wait, wait. the the older cousin mm -hmm. and then the younger cousin yeah so they were in the first movie yes mm -hmm. okay i thought you were saying that matthew lawrence's character no okay he has no. like a small 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 like cameo where he's like playing a cowboy and he's just like oh okay okay but, yeah no they don't know him yeah so basically this movie is about uh what's the okay the main character joey lawrence's um his character's name is michael yeah michael and, and tommy yeah michael tommy and then jack is jack the, okay is the captain it's always hard to keep track of these names so yeah what what happens at the beginning of the movie set the scene for us kevin so we so we start so i was very shocked because i really? was like, okay jumping ship like it'll be a movie about like a boat and like, yeah like, that's as much as i saw from like the cover of the of the poster mm -hmm. and it starts at a range so i was like oh okay very different but like yeah. makes sense our characters have to like come from somewhere i guess like if they came from a ranch the ocean is like new environment which would like be good for conflict narratively i was like okay this can make sense yeah and then, um, so, you know, it's set up with um, Tommy's character and he's, you know, very like humble, comes from the ranch and like all. <laughs> he's a cowboy. And then, you know, I like that. <laughs> I like that, like in the movie, it just starts off with the, the ranch and the horse and then it immediately jumping ship just immediately like it doesn't like let you like take in anything it's just like jumping ship All right, okay we're on a boat now we're in yeah. australia now yeah and then um we meet michael's character where like he's like the snobby rich kid and all of that and so it was it was very like they really played into the tropes yeah oh yeah they lean hard into that really leaned hard into it yeah and it's interesting because like in the first movie they do too but like there's like an evolution of uh, michael he like learns how to be humble he learns how to work on the ranch and then in this movie he like completely reverted back like he's 23 years old and he doesn't have a job and he's sitting around in his expensive clothes and like right. laying on a pool yeah so imagine he's essentially your age imagine you sitting around at your parents house all day not having a job and spending a ton of money like can you even picture that mm -mm. yeah like like even when i was like 10 and i didn't have a job i didn't even like asking my dad for money yeah like, yeah the water <laughs> yes oh my god yeah it's not that my parents ever said no like mm -hmm. would say yes for stuff like that but i also knew the value of money what you know? um what was your first job working with my dad oh okay fun I was eight, so i was I, like oh geez wow yeah yeah, I would, it wasn't that hard. It was like mainly like picking up like scraps of wood or like mm -hmm. trash and stuff like that. And that's how I started. Yeah. Maybe he wanted me to dig a ditch and then like he would have me like practice taking off like nails. I was being paid like $6 an hour. Is <laughs> that minimum wage back then? Maybe. 
I have no idea, but I remember yeah. that as a kid, I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, so you, you were a hard worker always. You were never like a complainer. Yeah, I guess. I don't like agreeing to that because like, I'm like, that sounds egotistical if I agree. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to recognize. So in, in a sense, you relate more to Tommy than to Michael in this movie. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I could never relate to ever wanting to be like Michael. Yeah. Like terrified that like my children would end up like Michael. Yeah. And when I do see like people my own age, mm -hmm. like I find out things like they still don't know how to do their own laundry. Or That's even, ridiculous. Like, yeah. Something like that. Mm -hmm. so I keep it to myself, but I'm always like, come on, man. <laughs> Mental note, you're lazy. Um, yeah. I think it's weird when people, okay. They're obviously like, there's a difference between living with your parents and being self-sufficient and living with your parents and letting them still do everything for you when you're in your 20s. Yeah. And one of those things where I'm like, I've definitely seen the latter. Um, yeah, that's hmm. um, OK. So they're going to Australia because they're going on this fun cousin trip and they're supposed to charter a boat. And one of the first things that happens is like this lady pickpockets michael and takes his wallet like what did you did you when that scene happened were you like whoa i did not see this coming yeah i was very curious to like what the heck this plot line was going to be yeah like, me too. they're going to australia maybe they get stranded like i thought yeah. they're stranded or something and then i saw the pickpocketing and i was like oh well like that's interesting because like that is something that happens a lot outside of the united states mm -hmm. pickpocketing is like a huge problem yeah like parts of france uh london and like uh i guess australia according to this movie yep. mm -hmm. um so i thought that was like cool i was like okay there's some research i guess into like the type of like criminal activity that happens yeah real honestly if that they did a very thorough job into like what it, mm -hmm. like i didn't even know like that what so these there's like a group of three people three australians a girl and two dudes and they like i guess they're serial they're pirates so they like modern day pirates yeah yeah i mean oh that'd be cool if they wore the pirate outfits unfortunately <laughs> they didn't but they you know habitually steal identities money like yeah, credit card oh all that kind of stuff but yeah. i guess they find out like they did in this one they found out oh he's from like a big family or whatever yeah it's some ransom money from and they tap into yeah his credit card and they're like he has an unlimited line of credit so they're like ooh, we scored yeah but um but in the meanwhile uh michael and tommy like they realize that they're they're chartering a boat and they end up having to charter one with this really like how would you describe jack he's a very he's a, he's a jack he's a jack of all he's a jack. <laughs> yeah he, he he's like you know the humble guy the it's it's like it's like the titanic or it's like the, oh wow the i didn't even make that connection yeah to like do stuff he was yeah. the guy that knew how to do stuff he yeah. like had the boat was maintaining it that's the first thing that we see he was mm -hmm. fixing up the boat you know like yeah and the grease on his face and all that and um you know the boat doesn't look like much but like no. because of him and um you know very rugged guy with the rich yeah. shirt and muscles showing <laughs> yeah yeah very very sun-kissed hair very tan oh yeah um yeah no he um i don't know if we established this really but like the three main characters irl are brothers but in yeah. the movie they act like i don't know i mean like they're at it for brothers they don't look a ton alike what do you think yeah for brothers they don't look it's funny because in boy meets world like sean and matthew lawrence's character look super similar i actually yeah. thought that they were brothers yeah i thought that it's actually like joey and and the youngest like yeah i think andrew mm -hmm. um like it was so funny because i was like these guys don't look alike like i can see cousins for sure yeah. mm -hmm. but um it was it was very nice that they were brothers though because yeah. i think the chemistry between them yeah very yeah. believable like their yeah. act very good in terms of like when they would fight when he would like rub his hair it looked yeah. very natural yeah i agree a lot of siblings in like disney channel original movies like whenever like there's siblings together especially like if it's like a sister and brother for some reason mm -hmm. there's always the like dramatic eye roll or like the <laughs> oh my god that is if anything defines disney channel movies it's a way over the top eye rolled you're almost like moving your entire head yes oh yeah like ugh, my brother or like 
you know, oh. they would, like hug or like be like huh, you're such a snob and like they would like <laughs> or whatever yeah they had the chemistry they did a good job with that um but yeah so who out of those three who's the hottest to you jack really yeah i think i think he was the hottest yeah okay interesting i think handsome. he yeah i guess i would pick joey Joey was a, was a sweetheart back then. And you could kind of tell, and like, yeah. I was looking at some tabloids like and stuff. Oh. I was like researching them. I love that you did that. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, you could see that like Joey used to be like the hunk of yeah. the, was like the, the brothers. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Matthew Lawrence is the most like handsome to me. Interesting. I, I, I guess so you like him more rugged. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, throughout the movie, like, Michael's just trying to live his luxurious life on this crappy boat and he ends up losing his phone Mm -hmm. and they end up getting shipwrecked on an island because they're trying to throw off the pirates. Yeah. Did you see that coming? What did you think of that turn of events? So I, I like like that the pirates were a drive of like conflict, Mm -hmm. but they weren't the main conflict yeah I I like that the main focus was the internal conflict yeah and that each character had one it wasn't just Jack versus Michael and Tommy was standing there the whole time just like (laughs) like yeah Tommy's just there I like that Tommy had a problem going on and this this trip helped him with what was going on yeah and um you know they say that when you write a play you should have two characters and have them disagree on something. Have a story without a conflict. Yeah. And so then Jack and Michael were the two characters that disagreed, mm-hmm. or at least were brought up extremely differently. Yeah. To a point where like they were in each other's way a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like a just very conflicting personalities. And so when they're on the island, like basically it's like there's a lot of things that go on but uh they're just trying to survive and they think they're going to be stranded mm-hmm. and uh like there's a lot of disagreements with how jack who is like kind of like a boy scout like he knows all the shit to do have you were you ever boy scout no but my dad taught me how to survive in the wilderness though oh okay so if i got stuck in the jungle or forest with you you would know how to do all that stuff yeah i know how to start a fire okay. how to water and like all of those other things would you ever I don't know what your relationship to reality TV is because reality TV is my thing. Um, but yeah, would you ever be on Survivor or one of those shows like that? Oh, man. I don't know. Just because why would I put myself in an uncomfortable situation on purpose? You know? A million dollars? I mean, that's the thing, though, is that mm-hmm. then you're kind of telling the world that you can be bought. Yeah, that's it. so that's important to you. You don't I- want people to think that, like, he'll do anything for money. Yeah, they say everyone has a number, which I think is sometimes true, but like mm-hmm. I don't want to reveal what mine is. Okay. You do have a number? Uh I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I think it depends okay. on context. Okay, yeah, I agree, I agree. Maybe I should hire my number. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Survivor, I don't think I would do I think I just I know I would get voted off real quick. They don't like girls like me. Um, because they think I'm unuseful and that's fine. Uh but I maybe I would do amazing race. I think I would do amazing race. Yeah, I think you'd be good at it. Because you're very calm, level-headed. I feel like they wouldn't catch you arguing with your partner. I think it'd be fun. Although yeah. I, th- I don't think I would care for the drama at all. Yeah, That's no, cool. I, I'm worried that if I ever went on reality TV, they would paint me as a villain. Um, So I think I would be very uh, careful with what I said. But then also people, like, they don't like a boring person. So I also, like, feel like... Yeah, yeah. I think you got to be interesting in a very specific way. Yeah. I don't know. My sisters, they told me because I was single for like a good amount of my life. And mm-hmm. so my sisters were like, I swear to God, when you turn 22, like, and you're still single, we're going to put you on The Bachelorette. I love The Bachelorette. Yeah. And, uh, you would have gotten I, far. I would be boring, though. I wouldn't fight with any of the dudes. All the dudes would be like, what the heck is going like with it? And then I'd be I'd just be like, I don't know, man, I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah. Well, if you actually liked the girl, like, I feel like you're the kind of person and she liked you, like, if it worked, like, if you're compatible, I feel like you'd get far. I don't like, know if I want I... other guys for a single person. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. actually, I don't know if anyone's, it just feels like 
why why sh- i'm probably not your first choice yeah either. i know that's like not a very like productive way of starting a relationship is trying to compete with like 30 other people for the affection of that's one true. yeah it's not very healthy um so yeah i guess we'll, we'll get to the end of the movie so basically the pirates finally find them uh because they've been trying to the reason why uh, what's his name? Jack got them stranded is because he he's really concerned about the pirates, even though this could mean they're there for the rest of their lives. So, yeah, when they find them, what kind of what goes down? They find them because Michael was a dummy and used a flare. Yep. In the daylight, by the way, that led the pirates to see which island it was because of the smoke, like literally pointing. They're right. Yeah, they're like, yeah, this is exactly where you are. Yeah. So then um, Tommy gets caught yeah. by the pirates. They like take him for hostage. Yeah. Yeah, and then Michael comes up with the plan because he's like, these pirates are greedy. And if there's anything that I know. (laughs) I know greedy because that is me. Selfish. Yeah. But yeah, he comes up with the plan of luring them into a trap and um, essentially like tricking them that there's gold on the island. And he's like, kill us like we don't care like we thought we were gonna die here anyways which i thought was pretty badass that was yes and i was like this is kind of intense for a disney movie yeah he's like yeah i was gonna die anyways you want to kill me and he's like what is my life worth anyways and i was like whoa whoa this is getting depressing all right disney (laughs) yeah i'm like okay i'll allow it i'll allow them to get a little edgy it was very edgy. Yeah. Um, and they had a gun to his head, to the kid's yeah. head. I was like, they're bringing out guns now? Oh, man. And he had the gun, of course. And I was like, all right, well, this is where he dies. You but thought he was going to die? I, yeah, I was like, this is an easy shot. I mean, of course, like movie logic would be like, of course, he's a terrible shot. But I was like, all right, like this is where he starts shooting. But then like because he landed in the mud like the gun didn't work. So I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Like, okay. I like that there's some like, because of this, then that happened instead mm-hmm. of just like, oh no, the gun doesn't magically work. Like they gave some reason behind it. So I, I enjoyed that aspect of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then they all get saved. And then he, his parents are there and, and like, oh yeah. Uh, Andy's real. parents are there or not. And, what, that's his real name. Uh, uh, Tommy's parents and Tommy's parents. Too. Yeah. And then he realizes, Hey, like we can charter their boat. Like the yeah. Pirate boat. So, yeah. Like, so they're like starting this chartering business together, but okay. I was confused by this. Maybe you can explain. So they're in Australia. They're like going to start a charter business, but then, um, Michael was like, but I'm also going to move back and work for my dad's law office. So like, how does that even work? The way that I like could like bring it together was like, okay, they're going to have a charter business. Jack will obviously be the guy who does the boat and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael is going to be like the the business guy, you know, like rates, um, scheduling and like all of that stuff. Um, which you technically don't have to be present for. Maybe they're going to yeah. conferences. Mm-hmm. And I guess like he learned to appreciate like, oh, I should be like my dad. Like I should start from the bottom and like learn all aspects. Okay. Of- Cause I was kind of confused because the whole time he's like, I don't want to go work for my dad. And then he like changes his mind. So I, that is, I didn't catch that. The point is like he, he's willing to, you know, work yeah. basically. And then Tommy, I mean, I think it's just nice that he has something to do with it. I don't think Tommy had to be a part of that whole, like, the three of us. I think Tommy's just, uh, he's like, yeah, and then I'm going to learn how to use a boat. Maybe, like, just, like, how ranching he'll learn how to, like, you know, because he learned a lot of stuff from Jack while on the island. Yeah, there was, like, a plot line of, like, so both Tommy, and this is what they explained this more in Horse Sense, the original movie. They have dead daddies and also moms. It's dead parents. Dead parents. Okay. I talk about this all the time on this podcast. So dead parents is like the reoccurring thing of almost every Disney movie. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a theory that it's because Walt Disney accidentally murked his parents. Are you serious? What? Is this true? He bought them. So Walt Disney became very successful. Yeah everything that he did and so like what would any successful like came from nothing person would want to do is like i'm gonna buy my parents a house Mm -hmm. and i guess the house had a gas leak oh my god and he didn't know like he didn't do it on purpose but like it was like one of those accidental things and his mom was the one who didn't make it and so that's why it's like carbon monoxide poisoning or something like that 
so yeah yeah like there's a theory saying that like because of that disney doesn't really like the whole like parents thing yeah so but like for me personally i just like to be a little more wholesome and just think that disney doesn't do parents because they understand that there are kids out there who don't have both yeah i think it's representation yeah that story better than yeah of like Disney lost his parents, so now he doesn't want any of his characters. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if I don't get a mommy, you don't either. But yeah, so yeah, what did you think? That's the movie. What did you think of the movie overall? I thought it was cool because I like that they had different like physical obstacles, but through each one, they like actually like they actually talked. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like there was a problem, and it was like. We all figured it out at the end of the movie and only at the end of the movie. I like that there was problems and they were being figured out along the way. Yeah. It was very fast paced, I will say. Yeah. Like we're in a ranch and now we're seeing this dude and now they're talking and now we're in a boat. Yeah. And now we're on the ocean. And like that was already like the first five minutes. We're already in. Yeah, we're already in Australia at that point. Yeah. They never like did any, which I kind of appreciate that they didn't do the cheesy cliche, like leaving from one airport and landing and you yeah. see a landmark that tells you where you are. Like, yeah, we're in Australia. Explain in the background, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that, but at the same time, it was still done very, it was cut so sharp. Yeah. Like, the way things moved. Um, and so I thought that was a little weird. And I also didn't like the music choices. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, it's corny as hell. Yeah. Some random guitar just popping up out of nowhere. Yeah. The very like early two thousands like shtick of like having an electric guitar. It, it was very like. Oh uh, okay. Like sure. Why not put music that like I guess matches the tonality, but like the volume of it was way too loud. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't even subtle at all. Uh, sound for me is very. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine you notice this much more than like most people. Yeah. Um. So, what was your favorite character characters? Mm, I like Jack. Yeah. Yeah. I have a. Fa- I was like, I think Kevin really likes Jack. He <laughs> was and how like honest he was and like. Yeah. I like that he had like the coin on him, like little. Oh yeah, because it was his dad's coin, right? Yeah, and I, I like to keep little trinkets like that. Like I have like Evil Dead, like um, the business cards that like. Oh, you do? Aww. Do you get sentimental about shows you've worked on? I, particularly like, I guess, Evil Dead, I'm guessing you worked on more than any other show. Yeah, I think each show has its own sentimental value for sure. Mm-hmm. There's some shows where um, not as much because it was more of a job rather than like I think an experience for me mm-hmm. um, like the spongebob musical felt more of like a great show and more sentimental value oh okay like we were we were doing something fun and amazing and i was able to have fun okay that's and good then a show probably like um i i go back to my high school from time to time to teach the students there how to do like oh fun wow yeah a lot of fun yeah but you get more like a job because yeah. like your kids i'm not gonna like stoop to or like you know but it's still like hey like this is my job like let's kind of focus a little bit yeah yeah it's teacher mode um i think i liked i like jack the more you like talk him up the more i'm like okay i liked him too he was cool and he's got like a lot of character development like and i think he like is a good balance between um michael and tommy um okay so what did you notice about the fashion and also what's your relationship with fashion you are a good dresser by the way as soon as i met you i was very impressed you have a lot of really cute jackets very fun i don't know if you want to be called cute but like you you have good style no it's okay um oh man fashion okay so i so when i was young yeah very much so like my mom put out clothes for me then there was a point where i got to like finally dress myself And I was very like specific about what I wore in terms Mm -hmm. of what it did for me. Mm -hmm. So like functionality. Okay. So so you're into function. I hated shorts. Okay. What kind of do? I'm Um, trying to think. I don't know. Are you wearing shorts right now? Never seen me in shorts. Okay. I have never seen you like, I know for a fact that you haven't seen me unless even in the summer you wear pants. 
because because when I was a kid, I like to play a lot outside. And mm -hmm. so I was like, oh, if I wear shorts and I fall down, the scrapes on my knees will be a lot harsher. Yeah. And it have a barrier in between the jeans. Mm -hmm. So I always wear jeans. Yeah. I don't like sandals or like I don't like showing my feet at all. Okay. I was going to say, I don't think I've seen your feet. <laughs> yeah. I always wear shoes and I like Converse running shoes and I also like boots. Okay. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. I like when guys wear boots. I also have a leather jacket. So I usually do like whatever color my leather jacket is, I do it with the boots. Yeah, so, very fun. So I usually wear pretty plain shirts. Mm -hmm. that's what it's, that, I feel like that's the thing about fashion, though, and why I don't look so bad is because I'm not doing such big outlandish things mm -hmm. with. Yeah, all simple, but but you you do make a statement, though, like I definitely wouldn't say you dress like all the other guys. Like, I think you have a unique style. Thank you. Yeah. I think I based, and I know this for a fact, I, it was ever since I started playing the game Uncharted, I based my character, like my clothing style around uh, Nathan Drake, the main character of the video game. Okay. Adventurous. Okay. I'm going to look that up and see if I like, like, very, oh, that's Kevin. very jeans uh, shirt. So I try, there was a moment in my life where I would try to dress up like if the end of the world were to happen right now. Yeah. Can I survive in what I'm wearing? And so, like, very apocalyptic style. Yeah, but not apocalyptic to where, like, everything was tattered. More yeah. of, like, like, if I were to go into a forest, I'd survive with the clothing that I have on. Kind yeah, of. interesting. So, yeah. I guess that's how I would say that my fashion is. Mm -hmm. Also, my sisters. My si I have two sisters and no brothers. Yeah. So, so, when I would dress myself and I look like an idiot, my Your sisters, sisters would, tell you? They would yeah. tell me, like, hey, like, stop it. <laughs> yeah that is good that honesty is good like it is very good yeah and so they were like that looks a little weird i would depending on what it was i'd be like no i'm trying something out i feel like there's something here maybe i haven't figured it out yet but yeah. like i know something yeah. about this is correct yeah fix what's wrong later yeah i feel like fashion is like a journey and i like think some people like are like oh when i look back on like my high school self i cringe and i'm like i kind of want to cringe i know like i want to know that i've come to the place i am now because of like failure in fashion yeah yeah what did you think of the fashion in this movie um i guess in particular the person who had like the bold fashion was michael he wore like very like uh, he fedora as a whole look like a hawaiian shirt but like the pants matched and like kind of like almost disco-y like somewhere between like tropical and disco. Very yeah, very tropical disco. Yeah. Here <laughs> at the beach, but at the same time, like I don't want sand on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was hilarious when they were wearing those matching suits. I loved that too. It was like very like deep V, yeah. It was adorable, but at the same time so nineties. It was like colors. Yeah. It was it was like a bright, bright baby blue like <laughs> like suit and it, it was it was so 90s but like what's funny about fashion is i think it comes back if i saw that in a couple years i probably wouldn't be surprised yeah everything like cycles through yeah and it's i like when things come back like are, are there any eras that you like in particular are you kind of like oh, i like modern day fashion Ooh, i like i like like 1950s yeah like, like the jeans and the black boots with the white shirt. Like, like the very, James Dean look? Yeah. I, I really like that kind of a fashion. Um, some of the 70s fashion, when it's really eccentric, I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Like You've got, okay, take this in the most positive way. you got, like, a little bit of 70s flair. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, okay, so I guess we're kind of wrapping up. So uh, overall... Kind of give me, what would you give the movie out of five stars? I'd give it a, oh man, I'd give it a four. Oh, okay. All right. Story was actually not that bad. And they mm -hmm. didn't like, focus on the pirates so much that it was like, like we get it. And like, it wasn't like we're coming together to defeat these pirates. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of Disney Channel movies have been doing that a lot where like there's the bad guys and the kids yeah. come together to finally defeat them or whatever. Mm -hmm. They really focused on a lot of internal issues, which I appreciated. Yeah, and it's a fun story to enjoy for sure. 
Yeah, I agree. So I think I would give it like a three and a half. Like it's definitely, it's good. It's entertaining. The acting is very good. The acting pretty much carries yeah. the film. Yeah. Because they were brothers. Like yeah. that made it sell. Like if they, if they casted people who weren't brothers, I don't think the movie would be good. No, all. it really makes the movie. Those, those three are good actors. Uh, very good. And I get why Joey's still working doing those Hallmark movies these days. He's very charismatic. Like he's a good guy. Um, but yeah, so now that we're wrapping up, um, is there, do you want to plug your social media? Yeah, you can, you guys can follow me on Instagram on Kevin R. Fernandez. It's spelled K-E-V-Y. Yes. Don't forget the Y. It is not an I. <laughs> uh, and, um, sooner or later on, on my Instagram, I'm going to announce a project that I've been working <gasps> on. Ooh, that's exciting. Are you excited about it? I am very excited. There's two projects that I'm very excited for that should be coming out soon if all goes well. Um, but one for sure okay. um, within this year. So I'm very excited. That is, yay. Um, okay. For me, uh, if you want to follow this podcast, it's Decom Divas on Instagram and TikTok. Decom Diva Pod. Decom Divas Pod at gmail.com. If you want to request any movies, for me to do that are not in my regular schedule stuff. I'll do it. Uh, and then for me in particular, Jan of the 90s on uh, Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. Kevin, close us out with a positive message or like cause, anything like that you want to send to the world. You can be as serious or as stupid as you want. You know, if life gets you down and life is just raining on you, remember that sometimes when a lot of rain is happening, the sunshine is still above those clouds. Remember to have hope if you're if you're feeling down lately. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing your positivity today and your insight. And I had a lot of fun. Thank you so much. I've been wanting to have you on this, so I am very grateful that you I came. To it. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Get back into the podcasting world if you have time. I would love to hear it. And um, yeah, so thanks you guys for listening and join us next time when we watch a Disney Channel movie. Bye!